What's up, guys? We're here to go over UFC on ABC. Uh, Rosenstrike versus Almeida. It's taking place in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, we're coming off of UFC Vegas, was it 72? Um, Song versus Simone. Um, so my... My big play on the card, three-unit play on Martin Bidet hit. Um, there, I know a couple of you guys listened to me on that one. Y'all had said something about it in the comments, you know, that uh, y'all made some money on that. Um, I felt ashamed that I put money on Martin Bidet because he looked like crap. Um, you know, at least Jake Collier came out and put a beating on him in the first round. I mean, uh, they both looked really horrible, and uh, I was kind of embarrassed that I even put money on him. <laughs> And uh, the only other bet I had on that card other than that was just a tiny, like, $50 bet on um, uh, Michael Ozechek to win by knockout. And uh, that didn't hit. It was just a little play. No big deal. And uh, as far as picks went on that card, dude, I mean, I think I might have picked four fights right on that whole card. So that was pretty embarrassing. Um, you know, I don't, I don't ever watch anybody else's videos or pick videos or prediction videos or anything until after I've done mine and I usually do mine before everybody else. I know this one's coming out a little bit later than usual. Um, but I don't ever want to be influenced by what anybody else is saying or anything. That's why I don't, you know, I, I do like to watch other shows. I just, I don't do it until after I do mine, but, uh, I, I did check out some other people's shows after, after Saturday night. And a lot of people didn't have very good, you know, uh, picks or whatever on theirs on theirs either. So, I uh, don't feel too bad about it there, but it is shitty to to sit there and do all this work. You know, you know, you work your regular job, fifty hours a week, come home, watch fights, do all this studying, and then uh, and then pick almost the entire card wrong. You know, so but at least the big bet hit, so at least I had that, and uh, yeah. So uh, please like and subscribe, and um. For people that's new to the channel, um, what I do is I go over and give my prediction for each fight. And then at the end of the video, I give out my bets for the card. Um, my Instagram is uh, highkick underscore fight picks. If you want to go, uh, if you don't want to watch the video and just want to see my picks and bets, you can see them on there. Any bets that I add to the card will be on my Instagram as well. Um, I do have a Twitter, but I keep forgetting to use it and that I even have it. So um, eventually I'll get on top of that. Um, and the show's available on um, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, YouTube, Rumble, all that. Um, so if y'all don't like watching the videos, you can go check it out there. Um, and so I got a contest going on my UFC 288 video, and almost I'm trying to give away you know a free autographed you know signed UF, uh, UFC fighter you know prints um, that I have. And, uh, only, I think only one person's commented on it and tried to, you know, participate in the contest. You know, I'm kind of shocked that not more people are really interested in doing that. You know, maybe I should come up with something else to get you guys going or whatever. But, uh, you know, I thought that'd be cool, but if, I guess if nobody's into it, whatever, but, um, but we won't know the, uh, the, uh, winner of that contest until, 
my next video. So that's when I'll, I'll say who the winner is, if anybody wins or if anybody else even participates, uh, or whatever. So, um, and what else? Uh, I guess that's it. So let's get into the card, man. First up, we got Natan Levy taking on Pete Rodriguez. Uh, Natan Levy is 31 years old. He's 5'9 with a 72-inch reach. He is 8-1 and 2-1 and and in the UFC. And he already went over this this fight on my uh, one of my other videos. You know, I had a play on Natan Levy on that card. Um, well, it was a parlay that he was mixed in. Um, and uh, I'll probably end up adding something on him here, too. You know, um, I don't know. It just depends on what the line looks like. I haven't really thought about it yet. I haven't got back around to it. But, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's 8-1, and 2-1 and one in the UFC. And, you know, Levy's look better each time we've seen him. You know, he has kind of like a karate background. He's a pretty good striker. He's a good counterfighter. Um, his grappling's been looking better as well. And uh, he beat a really tough guy with a lot of power his last time out. You know, um, I think it was Val uh, Gerardo Valdez. Yeah, Gerardo Al uh, Valdez. Um, you know, he has nice kicks, especially his left high kick. He's very fast with them. There's no wind-up or anything. Um, showed good power in that fight. He dropped Valdez a few times. And I expect this fight to be a lot like the Val, you know, the uh, Valdez fight. You know, a brawler uh, getting outpointed by the more technical striker in Levy. And he's taking on Pete Rodriguez. He is 26 years old, 5'9", with a 73-inch reach. He is 5-1 and 1-1 and one and one in the UFC. Uh, Pete destroyed Mike Jackson in his last fight, but Mike doesn't really belong in the UFC. Uh, and like I said before, I don't really say that often about anybody. Um, or really about anybody else on the roster, you know, really, um, you know, Pete has really good power, very, very powerful. Um, he's very wild. Um, but I think he jumped into the UC just a little too fast, but really not so much that as they haven't done him any favors. You know, they put him against Jack Della Maddalena, uh, you know, guys that are, that are on good runs and everything. And he just, he's not getting a lot of easy fights other than Mike Jackson. So, um, you know, Pete's going to have a puncher's chance in this fight. You know, he's always live for a knockout with his power, but, um, I think Levy will win this fight, and uh, you know maybe he catches him with one of those one of those quick kicks. Uh, I'm gonna say Denton Levy by a knockout in the second round. Next up, we got Carl Williams taking on Chase Sherman, and uh, you know Carl's uh, Carl's one of the locks on this card. I feel um, he's 33 years old, six three with a 79 inch reach. He's eight and one and one and zero in the UFC. Uh, like I say, he's a lock on this card, I feel. Um, the line's a little high on him. I mean, I got him at a little bit better of a price than what he's at right now. I think he's at like a minus 400 right now. Um, but he's a very good he's a very good wrestler, very explosive. He has uh, you know, big power in his hands. He gets a lot of takedowns in his fight. So, you know, if your prize pick's better, you can usually freaking, you know, get your thing on there. Like I said, I, I want them to pay me before I start giving out my prize picks bets every week. But... Um, I was very impressed with him being able to get to get the takedowns in his last fight, even though he was ap absolutely gassed in the third round. Um, I don't have a problem saying he's one of the better wrestlers that we have at heavyweight right now. You know, he was throwing Bresky around like a rag doll in that fight, and uh, you know, I wonder if he'll ever go back down to light heavyweight. You know, um, yeah, he would. I think he would look really good at light heavyweight, or if it's just too much of a weight, you know, weight cut for him. But uh, yeah, he really drives right through guys on those takedowns. You know, and he, he also lifts the single leg up. And then he puts his inside leg around the backside of the other leg and trips guys. Um, so that's what he kept getting that guy with in his last fight, Bresky. I mean, he just couldn't he couldn't pick up on what he was doing. You know, he just kept getting that takedown over and over. Um, you know, and uh, I expect him to do just that in this fight. Yeah, 
Chase Sherman traditionally doesn't have very good takedown defense, so uh, he's taken on Chase Sherman. He is 33 years old, 6'4", with a 78-inch reach. Uh, Carl's going to have a 1-inch reach advantage. He is 16-11 and 4-10 and and in the UFC. Yeah, so, you know, Chase, Chase has had a few fights fall out. You know, you really got to give him credit. You know, he's a he'll take a fight against anybody, you know, even if he doesn't have good takedown defense or, you know, it's a bad matchup for him. He doesn't care. He just, you know, he takes the fight anyway. So, you know, not a lot I can say for Chase here. You know, he may be a better striker than Williams, but that's not going to matter when Williams has him down, you know, and is, is controlling him, you know, uh, from the from the ground. So I'm going to be taking Williams to win this fight by decision, or maybe he wins by late ground and pound. But uh, I think Williams, like I said, is definitely a lock on this card. As far as what you can do with it at that price, you know, you have to kind of make it work. But next up, we got Gabe Green taking on Brian Battle. Gabe Green is 30 years old, 5'10", with a 73-inch reach. He's 11-4 and 2-2 and two and two in the UFC. So I think Gabe is kind of an underrated, you know, guy. You know, his losses have been to really good fighters, Daniel Rodriguez, Ian Gary, um, he's well-rounded. He has really good cardio. He's pretty fast with his hands. Good submission defense. Never been submitted. Um, he has six submission wins on his record. He throws real hard to the body. Um, he has pretty good takedowns, even though he doesn't use them enough. Um, you know, he really stepped up his leg kicks in the Gary fight. Even though you know it was a loss, I did see some improvements in his game in that fight. Um, you know, he pushes a really tough pace. He constantly moves forward, and uh, he does need to work on his head move, movement a little bit. But, you know, Gary's a sniper. Gary's a very good guy, you know, very, very talented fighter. So, I mean, I, I can't hold that loss against him too much. Um, he's taken on Brian Battle. He's 28 years old, 6'1", with a 77-inch reach. He is 8-2 and two and 3-1 and one in the UFC. Uh, so I think Brian's got a lot of potential. Um, but his wins in the UFC just, you know, um, haven't been against the best competition. You know, he's beaten guys with... You know, not a lot of experience. Two guys off the Ultimate Fighter show and Takashi Santo, who, you know, I don't consider to be super high level, you know, uh, competition. Um, he has fast, powerful kicks, good boxing, pretty good submissions. Um, he will attack subs off his back constantly. I mean, he's pretty dangerous off of his back. And, uh, you know, in his last fight, we found out his takedown defense isn't very good. But to be fair, his opponent was a really talented grappler as well. So, you know, it may not be as bad as it seems, but. That was really the first time we've seen somebody really pushing the takedowns on him. So, um, you know, I, I think it just I think he just showed kind of a few signs of just, you know, just a little bit of an experience. He's early on in his career. You know, I think he's going to improve a lot. Um, you know, he wasn't able to make the reads. He kept getting got with the same takedown. Um, you know, Battle's going to have a four-inch reach advantage in this fight. Uh, so, you know, I think this fight could go either way. Um, you know, I think the value is on green. Um, I'm sure he's going to be an underdog. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take a chance on Green in this spot, and uh, I'm going to pick him as the underdog. Um, if he's smart, he'll mix in the takedowns, and, and uh, I think Green will get the win by decision. Next up, we got Carlos Olberg taking on Ihor Poteria. Big fan of Carlos's. Uh, Carlos is 32 years old, 6'4", with a 77-inch reach. He is 7-1 and 3-1 and and in the UFC. Uh, you know, Carlos is a really good kickboxer, trains at City Kickboxing with Izzy and all those guys. Um, you know, everybody has kind of had kind of counted him out after his debut. You know, he came out and he beat the shit out of Kennedy Nechekwu, um, hit him with everything he had and gassed himself out and then ended up getting knocked out in the second round. 
Um, you know, but he seems to have learned from his mistake. You know, he's won his last three, two by knockout, and he's looked better each time, you know, we've seen him. He's a pretty big guy. He's going to have a two-inch reach advantage here in this spot. Uh, he throws hard calf kicks, good push kicks to the liver. Um, he has really good head movement. He's hard to hit. Uh, very fast jab that he will double up at times. And uh, what else? Um, that's what he caught. Uh, uh, how do you say his name? <laughs> um, what was his last fight? Nigga Mariano. Um, he caught him with that. Uh, he popped him with a jab and then came right back uh, with a check left hook. And, you know, he took almost no damage in that fight. Um, he's very technical. He's a great counter striker. And he will definitely have the striking advantage in this fight. He's taken on Ihor Poteria. He is 26 years old, 6'3", with a 75-inch reach. He's 19-3 and and 1-1 and in the UFC. Uh, so this guy's a wild guy, man. You know, he thrives in, like, brawls and just crazy fights. Um, he has a good-looking record until you really look into it. You know, most of his wins are against guys with little to no experience or really bad records. Um, he has good kicks. He'll beat up the inside and outside of the legs, those leg kicks. Uh, he's very aggressive and explosive. Uh, he struggles with the grappling and the takedown defense. Um, I don't think he's going to have to worry about that in this fight, though. Um, his last fight was a win over uh, Shogun Rua with his, um, you know, in Shogun's retirement fight. And, you know, honestly, Shogun was catching him with some really good shots in that fight. You know, I mean, I actually think I had a play on Poteria in that in that spot, and I was kind of sweating it because he was getting popped with some good shots uh, in that spot. Um, you know, he always has a, a, a shot. You know, he hits really hard. But I see Carlos being the better striker here, which is where this fight's going to be taking place. So I'm going to be taking Olberg to get the win in round one by KO. I think that's a lock on this card, too, honestly. Um, next up, we got Cody Stamen taking on Douglas Silva D'Andrade. And Cody Stamen is 33 years old. He's 5'6 with a 64 and a half inch reach. He is 25, or sorry, 21, 5, and 1. And seven, four, and one in the UFC. And uh, you know, Cody's a very talented guy. You know, he has a wrestling background. Um, I'm pretty sure this fight's going to be really exciting. This is a possible fight of the night. You know, other than Dober and Frivola, probably. But um, you know, he showed a lot of lot better footwork and move and head movement in his last fight. Um, he's got really fast punches. He hits real hard. Good combinations. Goes to the body with his punches a lot. Um, he puts out a good number of strikes. You know, uh, on on strikes thrown. And landed, um, you know, a pretty good amount of volume. Uh, you know, he has great cardio. The only thing I can say bad is that his last two fights were, you know, pretty easy layups for him. You know, he fought a retiring fighter and then a debuting a debuting fighter. So, you know, and and this is going to be a much tougher fight for him, I believe. And you know, if he's smart, he will use that wrestling. Uh, you know, the first few rounds of this fight, but he doesn't really like to wrestle. So that's one thing about him that that you'll that you know. I mean, he's. He tries to avoid the wrestling. He likes to strike. He likes exciting fights, so that could hurt him in this spot. He's going to be taking on Douglas Silva D'Andrade. He is 37 years old, 5'7", with a 68.5-inch reach. He is 28-5 and 6-5 and and in the UFC. And, uh, you know, this guy's a freaking warrior. You know, I mean, he I'm a big fan of his. You know, his he's only lost to some of the best guys in the division. Um, he's very powerful, explosive. Um, he can take a beating and come back, you know, like he did in uh, the Morozov fight. And uh, even in his last fight with uh, Saeed uh, Nurmagomedov, you know, he he won that third round, you know. And if that was a five-round fight, he probably would have won that fight because Saeed was gassed out. And uh, he's going to have a four-inch reach advantage in this fight. And uh, I know he's 37, but he's built like a tank. He's in really good shape. And, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, if you haven't seen the Morozov fight, just stop right now. 
go back and watch it, and you'll understand why I'm such a big fan of this guy's. Um, he has really good Muay Thai, very hard leg kicks. Um, you know, he will be at a grappling disadvantage in this in this fight probably. Uh, you know, but like I said, Cody prefers to strike, so you know we don't know if he's even going to try and use his wrestling. Um, you know, and Dron will have the power advantage. Uh, Silva is definitely a live underdog. You know, um, on paper and whatnot, Stamen should win, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Andrade to get the win, um, and maybe by knockout, <laughs> maybe like a late third round knockout. Let's go with that. Next up, we got Ji Young Kim taking on Mandy Bohm. And this is one of those that it kind of bugs me because I could totally see <laughs> you got a you got a fighter that's lost her last four fights in Kim that you know actually looked pretty good in those performances. You know, and uh, probably should have won the uh, Cachoeira fight. You know, and and so you're you're kind of high on her. You know, and then you got a girl that hasn't won a fight in the UFC yet, and this is one of those where everybody's going to ride with the experience and Kim, and then Bones going to come in and get the win. So I kind of anyway, um, thirty three years. Uh, Kim is thirty three years old, five seven with a seventy two inch reach. She is nine six and two, and three and six in the UFC. Uh, you know, on a bit of a rough run right now, you know, she might've got robbed on a few of those. And, uh, you know, some of those fights were against pretty good competition. You know, if you look at them, um, Alexa Grasso, she's the champ now, uh, Molly McCann, she's pretty tough. Uh, Priscilla Cachoeira and Jocelyn Edwards. That was a split that, that could have been her win too. She could have won the Cachoeira and the Edwards fight. Honestly, they were pretty close. And uh, a lot of people thought she won the Cachoeira fight for sure. Um, you know, Kim has fought the way better competition between these two. She has technical striking, uh, not a lot of power, good kicks, decent takedown defense. You know, she's a better fighter, I think, all around, and will have a one-inch reach advantage. You know, and she's also coming back down from 135, so that's another thing to worry about um, if you're crazy enough to put money on this fight. Uh, she's dropping back down to 125, so, you know, if she does look like crap, that could be, play a factor in that. And she's going to be taking on Mandy Bohm. She is 33 years old, 5'7", with a 71-inch reach. She is 7-2 and 0-2 and and in the UFC. And uh, she has pretty good kickboxing, good push kicks. Um, she has good knees in the clinch. Uh, struggles quite a bit with the grappling and the takedown defense. Um, she throws good elbows. You know, she's basically known as a German kickboxer. And, uh, you know, if this, were, if this were just a striking affair, I would think it could be kind of close. But I think Kim has the option to take the fight to the ground if she needs to and control her with that. Um, and I'm thinking she's probably ever, better everywhere. You know, I'm going to take Kim to win by decision, but it's women's MMA, so, you know, it'll probably be wrong. <laughs> Whatever, you know, how that goes. But next up, we got Matt Brown taking on Court McGee. Two legends. So Matt Brown is 42 years old, six foot tall with a 76 inch reach. He is 23 and 19 and 16 and 13 in the UFC. So, uh, you know, Matt's a legend. You know, he's one of the most exciting fighters to ever compete. Uh, this is going to be his 30th fight in the UFC. So, you know, yeah, his better days are behind him, but they've been giving him winnable fights, you know, against, you know, other vet veterans and guys who have been around a while. So, you know, he's been able to get some wins here and there, you know, they're, they're not, not putting him up against, you know, these killers like they did McGee when they put him against Jeremiah Wells. But, um, 
So, you know, I thought he was going to be out of there a while back, you know, and then, you know, he got that big knockout of Diego Lima, which is pretty impressive. Um, you know, in his last fight, it was a close fight with uh, Brian Barmarina. You know, it could have gone either way. A lot of people really mad that Barbarina got the decision. Uh, you know, he has really good Muay Thai, uses his elbows and kicks really well. Uh, not as fast as he used to be, but, you know, he is really well-rounded and very experienced. You know, he fights pretty smart. Um, you know, cardio cardio has slowed down a little bit, too, you know, in, later into his career. Um, but he's always live for a knockout. You know, he has 13 wins by knockout on his record. He throws really hard calf kicks. He has a very heavy right hand. Uh, don't think he's ever going to lose that, you know, that heavy right hand, no matter how old he gets. Uh, he's got very good foot sweeps. Um, he's going to have a half inch reach advantage here as well. And he still has a hell of a chin. So, you know, he's always, he's always got a good chance. You know, this is, this, this is a fight that probably go either way. Um, he's taken on court McGee. He is 38 years old, five eleven with a 75 and a half inch reach. He's 21 and 11 and 10 and 10 in the UFC. The, like I said, court's another guy he has been around a long time. You know, his strong suit is his wrestling. In my opinion, he has really good cardio, good takedowns. Um, he's coming off of a bad knockout loss to Jeremiah Wells, but I don't hold that against him. Wells is very powerful, you know, and he's on a run right now. Um, Court's never been submitted. You know, he's a very good jab. He's fought a lot of really tough guys, man. Uh, if you look at his record, let's check out some of these fights he's had. So as far as recently, you know, um, was it Claudio Silva that just passed away? Man, I was sad to hear that. Uh Where's my phone at? I want to make sure that's who it was. Or was it was it Felipe Corrales? I think it might be maybe it was Felipe Corrales that passed away and he was like twenty something years old. Um he's fought Carlos Condent, Sean Brady, uh Diego Lima, Sean Strickland, Ben Saunders, Santiago Ponzanibio, um Robert Whitaker. Fought a lot of good tough, a lot of really tough guys, man. Uh so, you know, he, he'll need to use his wrestling in this fight, in my opinion. Um, he, has a, he has a really good uppercut. You know, he goes to the body with his punches a lot. You know, he's very experienced. He fights very smart as well. Um, you know, everyone on Tapology is going with Brown. And, you know, I want Brown to win this fight. But, you know, as of right now, McGee is a 180 favorite, which makes me want to pick Brown. Um, you know, I was hoping that Brown would be the favorite so I could get McGee at a dog price. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick McGee to get the win. I wouldn't be surprised if Brown gets a knockout though. But I think I think McGee could use his wrestling in this fight to get the win. You know, control control Brown on the ground, get the takedowns. Uh, I'm gonna take the guy with the wrestling advantage, man. It, I I do think this fight could go either way though. Next up, we got Jessica Rose Clark taking on Tanara Le- Lesboa. That's a funny sounding last name, Lesboa. Um, Clark is 35 years old, uh, 5'11 with a 67 inch reach. He is 11 and 8 and 4 and 4 in the UFC. Uh, you know, so Clark is hot and she has face tattoos. Um, you know, she'll have a one inch reach advantage. She has a pretty good striking, um, fights well in the clinch. She gets, she can get girls down that aren't up to par with their takedown defense. Um, she seems pretty strong. She's a former power lifter. Um, I would say her weaknesses are her submission awareness and defense. Uh, she lost her last two fights by armbar in the first round. Um, you know, I'm a fan of Clark's, but this may be one of those situations where, you know, everybody on Tapology is going with Clark. She'll probably be the favorite. And I think it's just because nobody knows anything about her opponent, you know, and this is going to be her opponent's first fight in the UFC. So this fight could really go either way, I feel. Uh, she's taking on Tanara Lesboa. 
She is 32 years old, 5'6", with a 66-inch reach. She is 5-2, and two, and this is going to be her UFC debut. Um, you know, All of her wins have been by finish. She has a Muay Thai background. Uh, she apparently fought Valentina Shevchenko in a Muay Thai match back in like 2010 and uh, lost by decision. Um, you know, obviously she's a good striker. She's very powerful. Um, she was going to have the striking advantage in this spot. Uh, she has a few wins by submission as well. So maybe she's not just, you know, a, a very one dimensional fighter. Um, like you would think, um, you know, she's been out a year and I can only assume that she's been training really hard for a fight in the UFC. And, uh, because I feel like this fight could go either way and I'm not certain that, you know, uh, that Lesbo is the underdog, but I think she will be. So I'm going to be taking her to get the win. I really feel like this is a 50-50 fight. This should be like a pick em. And if you're going to be betting on this fight, take the plus money on the dog. Next up, we got Tim Means taking on Alex Morono. Excuse me. Tim Means is 39 years old. He's 6'2 with a 75-inch reach. He is 32-14-1 and 14-11-1 and and in the UFC. So, uh, yeah, Tim's been around a long time, man. Uh, he's very well-rounded. He's got 19 wins by knockout on his record. He's going to have a three-inch reach advantage in this fight. Um, you know, he had a good fight with Max Griffin his last time out, although he almost got knocked out in the first round. He got dropped real bad. Um, he's really tough. Um, I've noticed later into his career he gets hit a lot more than he used to. Um, you know, he does tend to come on later in the fight at times. Um, you know, if this were a few years ago, I would go with Tim Means all day, no thought about it. Um, but you know, watching the tape back, you know, I've noticed him, you know, not moving his head off the center line a lot. Uh, he's definitely a live underdog though, man. You know, he's well-rounded. He has good submissions. Um, you know, he can push takedowns if he wants to, although, you know, he prefers to be on the feet, but he has a chance, you know, to win this fight. Um, and he's taking on Alex Morono. He is 32 years old, 5'11 with a 72 inch reach. He is 22 and eight and 11 and five in the UFC. Yeah, so I've really switched my opinion, you know, on Alex. I never thought that much of him until, you know, the last few years. Um, him destroying Matthew Selmsberger like he did, uh, you know, uh, and then beating the—he sh- was beating the shit out of Santiago Ponzinibbio until he got caught in the third round. And I had I had money on Ponzinibbio in that spot, so I was really sweating it bad. And, you know, I I couldn't believe that Ponzinibbio came back and got that knockout in the third. Um, you know, and I think Morono took that fight on short notice too, and he looked really good, man. Uh, he's got pretty good hands. Um, yeah, I've been very impressed. Um, you know, he's very powerful. He pushes a tough pace on guys. Um, he's pretty fast. He's got really good cardio, um, good head movement most of the time. You know, he'll throw that left hand. You know, that he 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 throws the left hand, then he ducks his head off the center line and comes back over with the right, kind of like a herky jerky type little thing that he does. And, uh, you know, he's kind of like a weird type of striking, you know, how, how he holds his hands and how he moves them and how he sets traps with his hands. Uh, it, it's actually, you know, pretty cool to watch if you really pick up on what he's doing. Um, you know, he throws out a ton of volume, you know, and, you know, I'm going to go, I have to go with him in this spot, man. I've seen a lot of people on Tapology talking about taking means and everything, and he's definitely a live underdog. Um, but I got to go with Morono, man, and I'm going to take him to win by decision. Next up, we got Daniel Rodriguez taking on Ian Gary. Daniel Rodriguez is 36 years old. He is 6'1 with a 74-inch reach. He is 17-3 and and 7-2 and in the UFC. Uh, I mean, I'm a fan of Daniel's. He's, he's got great boxing and pretty much all-around striking is pretty good. Um, very well-rounded. 
you know, he had a couple of knockout wins in the UFC, so the power's there. Um, he's got a really he- a, a very good left hand. I think that's what he won both those fights with. Um, you know, he struggles with real good grapplers at times, but I expect this fight to play out on the feet. I um, mean, if that's the case, I would say that, you know, um, Rodriguez has definitely got a shot to win this fight. And at plus 200, it's very tempting, you know, because um, this is definitely going to be the toughest guy that Ian Gary has had yet. Uh, and Ian Gary hasn't really fought anybody that good yet. So um, he's taken on Ian Gary. He's 25 years old. He is 6'3 with a 74-inch reach. So they got a dead even reach here. Um, he's 11 and 0 and 4 and 0 in the UFC. And, uh, you know, Gary's the prospect that everybody's high on right now. Um, I've had, and still at times have my doubts, but you know, he's proven to be a very talented fighter. Um, he has good ring IQ. Um, he's very tall for the weight class. Uh, but like I said, the reaches are the same. Um, he throws good straight shots, throws great calf kicks, nice knees in the clinch up, up against the cage. Um, he counters really well, you know, he, he'll land good shots as he's backing up, you know, so he can catch guys when they don't expect it. Um, he has a really good, uh, really good straight right hand. You know, it doesn't even look like he puts much on it, and he hurts guys with it all the time. Uh, so my worries in this fight, you know, one, like I said, uh, Daniel is way better than anybody Gary has fought so far. Um, two, Gary got dropped really bad in his last fight. Uh, you know, it wasn't a good look. He, I mean, I thought he was, I thought he was done. Um, who was that that he fought? Uh, Keon Sung uh, caught him with a really good shot, but of course he ended up winning that fight by knockout. Um, and I still can't shake the images of Jordan Williams busting him up and, you know, in his debut fight, you know, um, even though he won that fight by knockout too, he was getting pieced up there at the beginning of that fight. Um, you know, I know the entire world is going with Gary and I probably should too, but I really want to pick Rodriguez. Um, I like this matchup for Rodriguez. I feel like this is going to play out on the feet. It's not going to be like the Neil Magny fight, you know, with Neil holding him up against the cage and trying to control him in the clinch and get the takedowns. Um, you know, Rod, Rodriguez has never been knocked out either, so, you know, fuck it. I'm going to take a dog shot on, on Daniel Rodriguez and pick him in this spot, but hey, I'll probably be wrong, but at least at least I give it a shot and don't go with all the favorites like everybody else does. Next up, we got Mackenzie Dern taking on Angela Hill. Angela Hill's one of my, she might be my favorite female fighter, period. Just because she's cool. Um, Mackenzie Dern is 30 years old. She's 5'4 with a 63 inch reach. She is 12 and 3 and 7 and 3 in the UFC. And you know, like the the story of the Dern is, you know, she doesn't have very good striking. She's got really good submissions. Um, you know, how many wins does she got by submission on her record? Let's check real quick. Uh, she's got seven wins by submission. Uh, no knockout wins. So that's over half of her wins. You know, or by decision or by uh, submission. Sorry. Um, you know, very talented, good, good takedowns, you know, good grappler. Um, that's her bread and butter. So yeah, this, uh, this is typically not a good match for Hill. Um, uh, Angela Hill's 38 years old, getting up there in age, still looks good. Um, five, three with a 64 and a half inch reach. She's going to have an inch and a half reach advantage in this spot. And her grappling has been looking better. It's been looking a lot better. Um, she's 15 and 12 and 10 and 12 in the UFC. And, uh, you know, she's got amazing Muay Thai. She's a really talented striker. She puts a really tough pace on guys. You know, her last two fights, she looked really impressive. Um, you know, she beat up uh, Lupita Godinez, which a lot of people were really high on her. Um, and then e- Emily Ducate, she beat the crap out of her too. Uh, really good performances. Um, 
You know, this isn't this is one of those matchups that typically Angela Hill, you know, ends up losing. You know, usually, you know, if you look at her record, some of the, you know, talented grapplers that she's taken on. Uh, you know, Verna Janarob is a talented grappler. Um, she was she gave up the takedowns in that fight. You know, Amanda Lamos is actually really, really tough, really good fighter. And I thought she won that fight. Dana White thought Angela Hill won that fight as well. Uh, it was a close split decision. Uh, Tisha Torres, she lost to her. You know, she's fought a lot of really talented people, man. And uh, she beat Loma Luke Bumi, uh, who's another really talented Muay Thai fighter. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on. She's had a ton of fights, you know, in the UFC. So, uh, so this is where I'm going to do my classic, you know, thing. Uh, I'm going to be picking Dern to get the win. I, if, you know, I think she'll be able to get the takedowns and whatnot, but I am going to have a small play on Angela Hill's underdog. Um, not much, probably just like 50 bucks. Um, but I always do that with Angela Hill pretty much, you know, and sometimes it pays off and sometimes it doesn't, you know, but, uh, she's my favorite fighter. So I like to put a little something on her, you know, just cause, just cause, uh, um, I'm rooting for her, man. So, uh, I'll pick during to get the win, but I'm going to put 50 bucks on Angela Hill with some plus money. And that's worked the last two fights she had. She was a underdog in both of those, I believe. Um, next up, we got the co-main event, uh, Anthony Smith taking on Johnny Walker. Uh, Anthony Smith is 34 years old. He's six four with a 76 inch reach. He is third, 36 and 17 and 11 and seven in the UFC. Um, he's fought at middleweight and light heavyweight. Um, he's very well rounded. He has 18 wins by knockout and 15 wins by submission on his record. Um, you know he's been that kind of top 10 guy. You know throughout his career. You know if we're looking at his record. Um, let's see. Look at all these guys he's fought. Magomed and Kaliev. He had an unfortunate, you know, leg injury in that fight. Um, I don't remember if it was a broken leg or a broken ankle or something. Um, before that, you know, he schooled Ryan Spann, made him look like he didn't belong. Um, Jimmy Crew beat him with the with the leg kicks. Um, he's fought Ratch, uh, Alexander Ratchik, um, Glover Teixeira, uh, Alexander Guftason, John Jones, Volkan Wolzdemir, uh, Rua, Rashad Evans, Tiago Santos, Hector Lombard. And he's fought all kinds of tough guys, man. You know, he's and he's really experienced. Um, so uh, you know, like I said, he's come off the injury a while back. He was supposed to fight Jamal Hill, and then they they dropped that fight to give Hill the title fight. And uh, you know, he looked really good in the Ryan Spann fight. Like I said, um, he hits hard. He's very smart. He has you know really good game plans. Uh, uses his calf kicks really well. Counters well. He has good scrambles and submissions for a big guy. Um, I could really see this fight going either way. I do think Smith is the more well-rounded of the two. Um, he's taken on Johnny Walker. He is 31 years old, 6'6", with an 82-inch reach. He is 20-7 and seven and 6-4 and in the UFC. And uh, Walker's a very exciting guy to watch. Uh, this is really a hard pick for me because I like both these guys, you know, a lot. Um, Walker throws all kinds of crazy elbows and spinning attacks, hook kicks, flying knees. Um, you know, he's on a two-fight winning streak right now. Um but to be honest, Paul Craig isn't very good as long as you don't stick your head in the triangle. You know, um, he's a big, tall guy, and he's going to have a six-inch reach advantage in this fight. And uh, I really still haven't made a decision on this one. Um, I'm kind of torn. You know, I could see, I could see Anthony Smith getting the win, and I could see, you know, Johnny Walker landing a big shot. So I don't want to flip a coin. That's how close I think it is. I think it's a pick 'em too. So. Either way, I mean, you're getting a good price on either one of these guys, you know, so it's real strong either way. Um, 
Let's do tails, Walker, and uh, heads, Smith. So my coin flip says to go with Smith. Man, I kind of want to pick Walker. I know Smith's more well-rounded, but can he get Johnny Walker to the ground? You know, that's the thing is. Man. I think I'm going to pick, um, man. I'm going to take Johnny Walker. Yeah, I'm going to take Johnny Walker. <laughs> um, as far as a method of victory, man, I'm going against my coin flip. I can really see it going either way, man. It's a tough pick. I like these guys. I don't know. I just feel like Smith's later into his career, but he still looked pretty good. He didn't look good in the Ankaliyev fight. Um, he's a lot more experienced, though. I don't think Johnny Walker is going to be scared of Anthony Smith's power, though, man. Yeah, I'm going to take Walker to win. Um, I'm going to say by by decision. I don't know. I know one of the. I know this fight's probably not going to go decision. No, I shouldn't say that. I'm struggling with this one. If it goes to decision, I imagine Anthony Smith would win. I'm going to take Johnny Walker to win by second round knockout. So I can move on. <laughs> uh, sorry if I sound tired, man. I've been working on roofs all day today. Uh, so now we got the main event. Jarzinho Rosenstruck taking on Jalton Almeida. And uh, uh, Rosenstruck is 35 years old, 6'2", with a 78-inch reach. He is 13-4 and 7-4 and and in the UFC. Um, you know, looking at his record, he's... He's a talented kickboxer, man. I believe he had a kickboxing background before coming to the UFC. Um, yeah, he had a lot of kickboxing matches. You know, had some losses, some wins. Uh, since he's been in the UFC, you know, he's fought uh, Junior Albini, Alan Crowder, Andre Olowski, Alistair Overeen. Um, lost to Francis Ngannou. Uh, he's fought, beat Junior Dos Santos, lost to Cyril Gaon. Lost to Curtis Blades, lost to Alexander Volkov. A lot of people didn't agree with that stoppage, but... You know, he knocked out Chris Dawkins in his last fight, but, you know, Chris Dawkins has been knocked out in all of his last three or four fights. So, um, yeah, they just haven't done Chris any favors, man. He's had tough matches. He came in, got got a couple of knockout wins, and they just threw him to the threw him to the Wolves, man. So I feel bad for Chris because I was a big fan of his. And uh, you know, I don't even know if he's still in the UFC. I thought I heard a rumor that he was um, going to be coming back at light heavyweight, which is where he belonged. You know, he was a small heavyweight. Um but yeah, Jarzinho's a tough guy. He's got big power, you know, pretty good striking. Um, at times, you know, he's just he just doesn't put out a lot of volume, man. He kind of just disappointed if you have money on him and he goes out there and throws twenty strikes the whole fight, man. You know, just looking for that big shot. Uh, so yeah, it is what it is, man. You know, um, 
He's taken on Jalton Almeida. He's 31 years old. He's 6'3", with a 79-inch reach. He's going to have an inch reach advantage. Um, he's 18-2 and two and 4-0 and oh in the UFC. And uh, he comes in at like 232 pounds. He's a small heavyweight himself. Um, but, you know, he's he's the guy, man. You know, uh, bet the house on him. You know, uh, <laughs> bet bet whatever you can on, you know, Jalton Almeida. Um, I had to... Uh, end up parlaying him with somebody else to get a little bit of better value on it. I think he's like a minus 600 right now or a minus 550. Um, but yeah, he's really good, man. He's a very talented grappler. Um, he's got good striking. He's very powerful, very fast, very explosive. He has good cardio. Um, he's the real deal, man, all the way around. You know, he's got a very good chance at, at you know, being a heavyweight champion one day, man. And, uh, you know, he's ran right through all these guys that he fought, you know, like they were nothing. You know, um, Danilo Marquez, um, uh, Parker Porter, that's not a really, you know, that was, I guess his debut was at light heavyweight and then he went up to heavyweight and he, uh, beat Parker Porter. He beat, uh, Anton, uh, Turkali, Turkalji, however you say his name. Um, and Shamil Ogdodimov. I mean, not the best of competition, but I don't think he's going to have any trouble here. I think, uh, he's a very talented grappler, man. You know, he's going to be able to get the takedowns. He has really good jujitsu. Um, you know, I see him, I see him getting this fight to the ground and winning by submission. Uh, or TKO by ground and pound, but uh, I think uh, Rosenstreich will get desperate. You know, he's not used to being thrown around like that, not used to be taken down. Um, I think he'll probably get desperate and give up his back, and, uh, you know, Almeida will end up sinking in a rear naked choke or something to that extent. Uh, so I'm going to take Almeida to get the win by... Uh, it's a five-round fight, so... Uh, I'm going to say uh, second-round uh, rear naked choke. And, uh, yeah, that's all my picks for the card. So also wanted to tell y'all, um, I'm adding a small play, uh, to my, uh, UFC 288 card. Um, I'm a small play on Braxton Smith, uh, against Parker Porter. Um, got him at plus 150. It's just like a small, like hundred dollar bet, just a little something. Um, but I think he has a really good shot at winning that fight. Um, if you really want to look into it and, and check that guy out. He's a very tough guy, so I think he has a chance there. Um, and as far as my bets on this card, man, right now, uh, keeping it pretty simple. Um, a little disappointed that I couldn't get, you know, um, a lot of value on, you know, my more confident picks for the card. Um, so I basically I've got two uh two man parlays right now. I'm sure I'll have some prop bets later on. You know, the props aren't out yet on this card. Um, but I got a Olberg and Almeida parlay. I caught it pretty early on. They're at a way better value than what they are now. Um that's a minus one twenty five and it's a two unit play on that. And then I have a Williams and Morono parlay and it's minus one fifteen, that's a one unit play. Um you know, there might be, I might have some more stuff going on later on the week. I don't know. I'm, I've been kind of dragging a little just disappointed. I couldn't get better lines on these, you know, these fights that I feel like are locks on this card. You know, um, I'm debating on putting just a, a small underdog play together, like with Dean Drage and, uh, and Rodriguez, uh, just putting a little bit on it. Cause I think those two together are like a plus 500 something. So, uh, that'd be a pretty good line. And of course I'll have my other bigger parlays, um, you know, constantly throwing money away on cause they never hit, but, um, I still do it anyway. I'm trying to get that Hail Mary, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, guys. So I think that's, uh, I think that's all I got, man. Sorry. I sound a little tired. 
I'm sorry this video is getting out a little bit later than usual. Um, and if you guys haven't gone and seen Evil Dead Rise yet, go see that movie. It's one of the best movies that I've seen in a long time. Definitely the best horror movie I've seen in a long time. Uh, it's definitely worth going to catch in the theater. Um, not getting paid for that either. Just trying to spread the spread the good movie. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I got... I guess that's it for me, man. Please like and subscribe. Don't forget to go over and participate in the contest, man. Pick three winners. Uh, you know, the method of victory and which round they win in. You only get one decision, and you could possibly win an autographed Donald Cerrone or um, Demetrius Johnson or Holly Holm or a UFC glove signed by Killer Miller. And I'm only doing it on my UFC 288 videos, so um, I'm going to try and just do this stuff like that on the pay-per-views. So. Uh but yeah, man, that's it. I appreciate it, guys. Please like and subscribe. I'm getting close to 200 subscribers, so it's a big deal for me. I've only been doing this for like six months, so uh, thanks for watching, man. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good one, man. I'm out of here.